You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded hoes. Hey guys, it's Danny. So today I am joined by Steph, who's a fellow stripper and a podcast host. Yay. Welcome. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, so how long have you been in the sex industry? Uh, I think officially, yeah, just over a year, a year and a half. So yeah. yeah. And even still, I'm only like really dipping my toes in it, which I guess we'll get into that later, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a baby stripper still. Yes, baby stripper. <laughs> uh, how, did, how did you get... So do you mind if I say your age? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, so you're 30. Yeah. So you're... Um, I'm late. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're a latecomer. Because um, most people I know in the industry started, like, 19, yeah. right? Early 20s. Um, you started, like, quite late in, later in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and only in our industry would that be considered, like, later it's in so life. <laughs> but I'm old. Yeah, yeah, you're an old stripper, right? So um, how did you get into it then? Okay, so I guess it started off with me trying some classes at Tantra Fitness. So Tantra Fitness is a um, a full dancing studio here in Vancouver, in Gastown. And um, it was across the street from my office and I'd always wanted to try it. Mm. So I went in during my lunch break and it was an erotica class, which is like all floor work and stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, relatively low energy, like minimal sweating. Cool. I just got through my lunch break. Heels required. Okay, not a problem. Cool. So I walk in (laughs) I mean, my little office heels, okay? Like, not even blazers, <laughs> like, actual heels. heels. And they walk in, and everyone's in these, like, 8-inch blazers and, like, super sky-high wearing nothing. I'm, like, here wearing, like, like what I'm wearing right now, like, leggings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm just looking so confused and also, like, a bit intimidated, too, because I was like, what the fuck am I walking into? It's all strippers. Like, what's happening here? Yeah. But I did the class, and I... Ended up sticking with it. So, yeah, then I started taking classes at Tantra. So, I did a bunch of training there with floor work, and then I started getting to pull. And then, um, basically, fast forward, my friend told me about um, an amateur night at the Granville Strip mm-hmm. when they used to have amateur nights at the Granville Strip. I don't think they do that anymore. Mm. And she's like, you should do it. You should do it. And at that time, I was just preparing for my very first pole dancing competition. So I was like, okay, I haven't like been on stage in a long time. I just need to get the jitters out. And you know what? I'm just going to do it naked. So <laughs> let's try right, it. right into it. <laughs> right into it, yeah. And then I was having cold feet. Like I got there and I was like, oh my God, I don't want to do this anymore. And I like backed out. And then I saw some other girl do it. And I was like, no, 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 I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to do I it. I can do better than this. <laughs> yeah, so I did it. And then like... Yeah, I just started doing a bunch of amateur nights. I did the ones at Penthouse a bunch of times. And then um, I did one at Brandy's. I don't think they do that anymore. I want that one. I want one at Penthouse. And I just kept doing these amateur nights because I didn't want to be a stripper because it just sounded bad. Mm -hmm. I had so many judgments on that you know there's a lot of stigma and shame that comes with that and I'm like I don't really want to put myself in that bracket right so I was like no I'm just gonna keep doing these like fun little amateur nights like once a month at penthouse and then because they like the old agency they were always like oh you have to dance for us like we really want to have you on you've got some really good tricks and I'm like no sorry like I work corporate like there's absolutely no way and usually with the agency they'll send you up north to like Merritt or like Fort St. John or like Prince George and right. I'm like I work Monday to Friday this is not happening yeah. ever so basically 
they won me over after I won at Brandy's, and I was like, okay, you guys are kind of convincing me, but I only want to dance stage in downtown Vancouver clubs only. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, I will do this if you can, like, adhere to my (laughs) preferences. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, sure. I'm like, oh, really? Is that easy? Like, sure, okay. Mm -hmm. So... So that happened, and then I, I mostly booked at Penthouse, sometimes at number five, but very rarely. Like, now that the agency is there's a bit of mix-up uh, with yeah. some of the bookers there. So, um, yeah, so I'm mainly at Penthouse, and that's kind of how I got started. Interesting. Yeah, kind of a long story. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. So you said you work in a corporate job, and yeah. you sex work part-time. Mm-hmm. How do you balance the two? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Um, I'm a Libra, so (laughs) I think I'm naturally balanced that way, but my, my version of balance, I think is like pretty extreme because I work a lot. Like I'm a huge workaholic. I work Monday to Friday at my corporate job. Um, luckily flexible hours. I can work from home, blah, blah, blah. And I also serve at a hotel. (laughs) So I do that part time (laughs) and then I'll dance sometimes. And then I also... I'm a pole dance instructor at Tantra as well. Oh, my God. So I have no life. No. <laughs> so like, people are like, how do you balance? Like, what's your work-life balance? I'm like, well. Like, what's balance? <laughs> yeah, like, what is that? I don't, what's relaxing? I don't know what that right. is. But basically, I work, like, a shit ton, and I take a lot of vacations. Like, I'm known to travel every single month. So, yeah, that's how I balance it out. Like, I just came back from Spain, Morocco, and Germany. And nice. I'll be heading to the Philippines in a couple weeks, and then... Europe for Christmas, so. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Work hard, play hard is my motto. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, like, how the fuck did you even get a corporate job as a dancer? Because I think that's something that everyone struggles with, but you kind of did it backwards. You already had a corporate job, and then you became a dancer. Exactly, yeah. So it's a bit of a different process, I would say. So do your employers know that you're a dancer, and how do they respond to that? Definitely my last job did, for sure. <laughs> well, like, it's all over social media. It's right. It's all over my, like, Instagram and stuff, too. I'm not exactly a person that hides things. Although yeah. I am a private person for certain things. But, of course, yeah. But um, with dancing and stuff, I just think it's a big part of me. And, like, pole dancing in general, not even um, dancing, like, stripping, has had a huge impact on my life. And, you know, I've had all my pole videos and my training videos. I'm not so much now, but... Um, yeah, like, I don't know, I used to always promote, like, when I'd be dancing at Penthouse or the Five or whatever, and to, like, come watch me, because it's something that I'm proud about, so. Yeah, of course. Um, how did they react to it? Um, I'd always, like, bring it up. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, oh, like, um, I don't know, a coworker would be like, oh, I saw your story, and then I'd be like, oh, did you, but did you watch the other story? Like, are you going to watch me at Penthouse? <laughs> and, like, put them on the spot. <laughs> but everyone's been really cool. Like, everyone at the hotel has been awesome, and they've come to see me. And then um, at Kiwi, uh, they haven't seen me, but they're, um, they're definitely very supportive of it. Um, but I remember um, my old CEO... I don't know if he knew, but maybe he knew. <laughs> but he he does make comments about the penthouse. And he's like, oh, did you check out the billboard for the penthouse lately? And I'm just like, why really? would you randomly yeah. say that? Because yeah. I know he, like, bikes into work that way. So he, like, sees it. But, like, why would you, like, always make comments about Yeah, that? like, he's, like, alluding to it all the time. Yeah, yeah, so that was, like, really funny. A little bit uncomfortable. But, yeah, and I remember, um, I don't even know if this is when I started stripping but 
I remember my immediate boss from my last job was like, oh, like, maybe just, like, keep, like, don't associate anything with work because then sometimes I'll, like, rate hotels and stuff. Like, mm. maybe just keep it off for your, um, your social because my social is linked with, like, everything else that I do. Right, right. So she didn't explicitly say that, but... And I can't even remember if that's when I was stripping or not, but I feel like she was like kind of like touching on the subject a yeah, bit. So, right. yeah, but still in a very respectful and professional way too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like that is, <laughs> um, for lack of a better term, it's like very lucky yeah. that your jobs were so responsive. Yeah, to that, um, I got fired from a stripping jo- or from a server job for stripping. For really? Yeah, even from a serving job? Like yeah. what the fuck? I served in a bar. Okay. And yeah, I got fact? I got uh, fired for being a stripper. Yeah. So Can you even get fired <coughs> for that? That's discriminatory. Yeah, of course. But whatever. I wasn't even worth like the headache of trying to sue them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, I was going to ask. Then, do you keep the words the world separate? And um, and then what was the result that they would happen to come together? But you already kind of touched on that with a sense where like you are very open and out there, and yeah. you know you've had some people in your business uh, ask, you know, hey, maybe let's, like, separate the two a little bit. Yeah, and I feel like, and stuff, like, with with family knowing and stuff, too, like, no one would ever come to me directly and Mm -hmm. address it with me, but they'd always, like, ask my sister. Of course, that's just family. (laughs) I swear. It's so (laughs) annoying. They're like, so what's this dancing that Steph does? I'm like, she's like, why don't you just ask her herself? Yeah. She's tiptoe around it, too, before, and then now she's just like, just ask her. You have the same access, you know, to her that I do. Like, just fucking call her, text her, send her a message. She's completely accessible, and she'll answer your questions there. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Direct them to the right person. Yeah. It's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. People are weird. Um, (laughs) So, you do more stage than VIP, right? Do you do VIP at all? Oh, I fucking hate VIP. It's so funny because I I find people either really love stage or they really love VIP. You know, they don't usually dabble in both. Yeah. No, I hate it. And... (laughs) I've been very vocal about this too. Like on my podcast, I'm so lazy. I just, I just don't like it because I just feel like I'm annoying people. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. Like with stage, I just feel like I can really command an audience that mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm trained to do, and that's where I can really express myself artistically mm-hmm. and just wow the audience in that way and really get money from that them in that way. Um, but of course, it's more money in VIPing. I get that. I personally like it. You know, after my set, I'll come down and people are like, "Hey, we want a dance from Kimchi." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kimchi's my stage name. <laughs> Classic. Hilarious. <laughs> I bet they do. Um, but yeah like I feel um, I'd rather like people come up to me and request dances off of me that way Mm -hmm. because they've already seen what I can do advertised yourself yeah yeah so but then again it also works the other way too because they have already seen me naked on stage why would they want to pay more money (laughs) to see me naked you know and they can't even touch you at penthouse either so (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah. I know it is kind of like that uh, catch 22 of like you've advertised yourself, but you've also advertised all of yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's kind of like it's a hit and miss, I think, um, with certain with certain customers. Yeah. Um, but I do find that funny how stage <laughs> girls are like typically strictly stage girls and you don't see yeah. them coming down very often. You don't see them walking around. No. And then VIP girls like don't really fuck with stage very often. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, like maybe it's an age thing too because like, I don't know, it's like the last set of girls that I was dancing with who, I, I don't know if I'll name anyone, but like... 
the younger ones would definitely go down and like hustle and shit and then there's people around my age like 30 28 to 29 and we're just like, do we want to go downstairs and yeah. try to make our rounds? Or should we just stay upstairs and be antisocial? And we're like, let's just be antisocial. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I feel you. My, yeah. My knees hurt. My feet are sore. <laughs> All the freaking excuses possible. I'm like, oh, I just really don't. I just want to wear sweatpants. <laughs> yeah. I also like, I like to like sit there and like watch other girls go down and like, come back up and then ask them. Like, yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, is, it? is it worth me going down? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Do I put my shoes back? It's gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, as you mentioned, you complete compete in pole internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, are most of the women in these pole competitions also sex workers, or are they squares? I, I love how you say squares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say most of them are squares, for sure. Interesting. Yeah, like, an overwhelming amount would be squares, for sure. Hmm. I think they're... Hmm, if I were to give you percentage, people that I know personally... Hmm. There's like a small handful, I would say, at least in Vancouver. Interesting. Yeah, Vancouver, the states there are definitely more um, that are sex workers as well. Because there's different divisions too, right? So mm. there's exotic division, there's dramatic entertainment championship, there's free dance. Um, so exotic's only like one very, very small portion mm. of um, these pole dancing competitions, right? So mm-hmm. um, because of that, you're already going to get a small amount of people. And then within that, you're going to get even smaller amounts of people that are actually sex workers. Interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> it's really interesting, though, the styles. Because um, I can I can kind of see who, now that I've been trained so much, like around the world and here at Tantra as well, that there are certain techniques, you know, um, when you can tell someone's self-taught and someone mm-hmm. that has actually taken classes. Mm-hmm. There's kind of like a, there's kind of a pretty big difference, I would say, personally. So just like pointing your toes oh, and yeah. like your lines and everything and just small nuances like that, that yeah. doesn't sound like a big deal. But when you're presenting, it's like, Oh, it's huge. It, it's huge. It's yeah. when people are photographing you and for yeah. videos and stuff too, it makes a huge difference. Like you're not gonna see like flexed feet and stuff like that. Like people would cringe. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> the yeah. whole community. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, really, really interesting. And also within the pole community, how people are still, how there still is a non-acceptance of sex workers yeah even though we're the ones that fucking started it oh don't girl <laughs> <laughs> that's like, another topic <laughs> this is really something I bitch about all the time yeah. I like read a um a, an article that came out from this woman who um like profits off pole yeah um you know she's a teacher of pole class and I she know who this is after <laughs> uh no I don't know if she's actually from back I think she's in the states but um okay. I honestly didn't give her that much attention to even like find out where who the fuck she was I just uh, <laughs> read part of the article and um and she was like, you know, I, I didn't want to post on it online because people thought I was a stripper then. Like, I'm not a stripper. And then she was like, you know, I don't sleep with the, I don't sleep around. And I was like, what wait, like you're a fucking you idiot. Yeah, yeah, like a stripper and someone who sleeps around are two very different things. Yeah. But like, especially as a woman who's like taking our art, mm-hmm. you know, like stripper culture and then capitalize on it making money and then slut shaming strippers like it just I can't so I was going to ask you like within the squares that are competing in in stripping or competing in pole yeah like how often do you 
encounter people that are like that. They're like, ew, strippers. <laughs> no one at Tantra, I would say. Mm-hmm. So at least no one that I've had in-depth conversations with, which has been great. But I, for example, like one of the girls at Tantra, she goes to school in Halifax. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Fucking out east, yeah. and there's a studio there that refuses to offer exotic classes um, because it's like we don't do that. Like, We're not like that? those people. Yeah, I'm like, what does that mean? Those people. What yeah. does that even fucking mean? And she's like, oh, I don't want to be like, um, well, the owner of the studio, when she asked her, it's like, I don't want to be associated with strippers and I'm like but you're just gonna take our culture yeah. and then like exclude us from it how is that okay <laughs> fucking ridiculous yeah so um yeah no one that I know personally cause I just feel like I would never be friends with people that mm-hmm. are like that cause yeah. like, do you know what I do <laughs> yeah well that's like um, people ask me too like oh like how often do people say this to you I'm like if people like know what's good for them <laughs> like most people don't say shit to me because I am so open about what I do when you meet me you know I'm a stripper yeah and you're not like strippers are dumb like you're not gonna say <laughs> things that you know are like directly against what I very openly believe yeah um, it would be like saying like a gay comment in front of me like yeah. you know like things like that so I, I get that yeah there might be people that think that but might just not bring it up to you because yeah, of you that being too. a stripper right who knows like I, I don't know I feel like everyone at Tantra is pretty nice and the studios that are here, even at Ava Fitness in New West, but yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, so what what is your take on um, pole dancing for the public and like squares taking pole classes and specifically profiting off it? Mm, okay. So can you can you elaborate more on the first question though? Like Um, so like what do you what is your take on like non strippers taking oh, classes gotcha. and the accessibility of those classes to the general public, mm-hmm. um, and then on top of that, non sex workers like Profiting teaching a class that. or like or um, using it on their Instagram to get more followers yeah. and really profiting yeah, yeah. in some way off well, there's strip so many, culture. <laughs> there's so many avenues. I know. I know. <laughs> so it's kind of a leading question because yes. you can tell that I'm like, fuck these bitches. Yeah. But like, <laughs> you're free to have your own opinion. <laughs> like, yeah, I think, well, for the first part of your question, um, for square, <laughs> can't get over the squares. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Um, squares taking classes. I think that's great. I think it's, um, I think it's a good thing because it's, you're introducing a lot more people to this industry and also um, the sport, mm-hmm. even just like the athletic side, I For think sure. it's great. And like a lot of these studios will offer non-pole classes as well, so mm-hmm. it's a very safe environment for people to come in. Like it's mostly females that come to the classes. There are males and other um, genders that come as well, but mm-hmm. I feel like in general, people come to these studios because it's a safe and um, non-judgmental. Um, like community so mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's a great thing and then if they can learn a new skill on top of that that's really fucking cool it can right. be pole dancing I think it's a great thing um, I guess to answer <laughs> the second part of your question <laughs> I don't like it when yeah people are profiting and uh, that aren't in the community or they don't understand or mm-hmm. acknowledge it because mm-hmm. I think that's wrong I'm okay with people that aren't that aren't strippers teaching if they have a really great flow and sense and you know something they can bring bring to the table I think mm-hmm. it's really cool um, as long as they share that view and they're they're open mm-hmm. um, 
But I don't like it for the sake, oh, I'm just trying to look hot on Instagram and stuff too, because a lot of people are doing that. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a pole dancer now. Oh my God. Like, look at this crazy fucking trick. I'm like, bitch, you're doing fucking nothing on the pole. Yeah. And your feet are pointed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what are you doing? Drives me crazy. Drives me fucking insane. (laughs) I just don't like it. And I feel like there's, within the past few years, because pole dancing has kind of been super popularized. Right. No, definitely. That there's like a surge of tons of <laughs> squares joining especially after like hustlers now oh. movie came out there's hardly any pool dancing in that oh but my <laughs> god i cannot handle <laughs> just like a little tangent i cannot handle fucking j-lo's dancing at first it was horrible the stage and solo part like yes <laughs> i was like no like, one's like, first, do like that. introduced her no one's it was gonna a horrible routine it was like what a baby stripper would attempt to do and like and then they're just like showering her with money I'm like yo I've seen girls like break their goddamn neck on a pole and like not a dollar flies down for them so like no this bitch is not getting showered in hundies like fuck me like and she's like that just looks awkward I just ugh yeah anyways I can't like and her clothes are still on I'm like what's going on here right like ugh what's happening anyways sidebar (laughs) (laughs) terrible but yeah like I just feel um, like lately it's just a lot of people especially with Instagram mm. just people just mm-hmm. showcasing and I'm I'm okay with people showcasing like their progress and all this stuff too but then the people are just like posing to look sexy and alluding to the fact like ooh I'm a pole dancer what else can I do and all this weird fucking shit <laughs> deep throat your dick yeah. <laughs> cause I'm a pole dancer <laughs> <laughs> It just, like, makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. And, yeah, I just, I don't like that when they don't actually have any skills. Like, yeah. they're just posing. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, for sure. Get out and you're taking a spot away from the class. Like, goodbye. Yeah, 100%. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I like what you said about how it, it, it showcased the athleticism of um, involved in stripping, particularly mm-hmm. stage. Um, you know, I saw a meme once where it was, like, Someone was like, "Oh, if I fail this class, I'm gonna become a stripper." And they're like, "Bitch, you don't have the core, wor- or the core strength." <laughs> yeah. And it's so true. Like, I think people like are naive to like how much skill it takes to be a good pole dancer, a good stripper. Yes. Um, and I, and I echo what you said too about I'm all for as much as I ideally would love sex workers to get those jobs um, because we're already so um, like shoot away from the corporate world for being a sex yeah. worker that we finally get. Like a job that's actually geared towards us, yeah, that's, related uh, to our work, yeah, that's directly. actually like getting advanced T fours, and then we're giving it to like non sex workers. Yeah, I feel some kind of way about that, but I understand <laughs> that like you know not everyone sees my views and and squares will get those jobs, but at least have them respecting where pole comes from, yes, and respecting sex workers' right. I think it's like crucial because I think it's um it's such a um. I was going to say fucking disgusting, but that's why we're nicer about it. That to, to take someone's culture, and it is strip culture, and it is yeah. something that, like, And we, appropriating that. Yeah, and appropriating that for your own gain, and then, like, shaming them. Like, it's just, I can't wrap my head around that. I'm, Me either. Yeah. I'm, like, so, totally not okay with that. Yeah, so that's... And then same with, like, girls on Instagram, uh, <laughs> you know, with their pole in their hand, you know, and, like, their foot sickled, and, like, yeah, you know, like, not pointed. <laughs> and then they, like, ugh, like, strippers. You're like, wait, hold up. Like, yeah, are you sad because you aren't a good one? Yeah. Or, like, what, like why are you hating on us? Like, There's a difference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there are good strippers and there are bad strippers, guys. Yeah, yeah. They exist. Like, yeah, any exactly. job, right? Yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> um, so I know we also talked about um, sugaring. We talked about that on your episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you have experience with sugar babying as well. 
what does uh, that look like for you? What does being a sugar maybe look like for you? Because it's so different for everyone. Yeah. So it's been a while since I've <laughs> since dabbled I've done this. Yeah, because just it's very time consuming, and I mm. I did that. Uh, gosh, this was six, seven years ago. Five years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I know. I, I wrote down 2012 <laughs> on a fucking pamphlet the other day. I was like, oh, my God, it's 2019. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was dabbling in sugaring, I guess, like, back in 2013, I want to say. And that's when it was still okay. Like, it was still good. Like, you could still find good quality guys on there and have great conversations with them. And they would take you seriously and pay you for your time. And <laughs> for me, it was a lot of... Um, for companionship, mm-hmm. I did have a couple sexual relations with them, like some sexual arrangements, but because I was like attracted to them, right, yeah. So like I wouldn't ever sleep with someone if I wasn't attracted to them. Yeah, like that's that's really bad if you're. I don't, I, well, I don't want to say bad, but like it's not for you. Yeah, it's not for me. So it's just not my thing. But yeah, like a lot of uh, trips and dinners and. Yeah, mostly did it because I wanted to check out restaurants that I wanted to go to, and I didn't want yeah. to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when uh, you're going on trips with these guys, like, how does that look like? Like, do you not... So, for me, like, I've had a lot of offers on trips, and I always, like, avoid it. Even ones that with guys that I'm extremely attracted to that I, like, generally enjoy their company, I still say no because I don't like feeling... Like obligated and trapped, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what if I get like fucking annoyed with this guy the first day, and I'm stuck (laughs) with this fucker? And like, what if he's like, nah, I'm not flying you back home, or like, who knows, right? So, well, luckily, I always had like the return trip. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everything's already booked and stuff, so that was nice. Um, I always had a lot of free time Mm, when I was on these trips, so it's like, oh, just accompany me, and I'm going to be at the casino, and you can do whatever you want. Okay, Let's so they, they, they were going on business trips, and they wanted yeah. to be there, like, hang out when they're free? Yeah, okay, so that was bad. good. That's not bad. I, I would go fucking insane, too. Like, I would feel obligated. I'm like, do I need to spend time with you? Yeah, if I had to, like, go a week away with someone, it's like a romantic getaway to, like, Italy or something, I'd go insane. Yeah, like, no. I didn't, and then I didn't really do a lot of week, like, week-long trips. So I was, like, back in university. And right. Too, and I was studying. Got things to do. I got things to do, <laughs> and I was, like, in cheerleading. I had sports. I was working, like... Job, like part time <laughs> job and stuff. Yeah. So it'd be more like a little weekend trips, like to Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Portland and just things mostly in the West Coast. Right. Um, I did do like one week long thing in Cuba. Nice. And that was okay because I could just like fuck off in the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck off in the beach. <laughs> yeah. In the bar and stuff too. So yeah, I think I was just really picky choosy with not having a highly demanding guys because there are a lot of highly demanding guys oh that will. I just, I don't, I don't have the energy or time to do that and <laughs> it's not my thing. So no. sometimes like, yeah, like I know some girls that, you know, they are with or that have had arrangements with guys like that and they get paid a significant amount of money. But for me, I just, it seems like a waste of time. Like, no amount of money will ever give me, give me that time back. Yeah. You know? And my time is precious, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was an experience. It was definitely an experience. Um, would I do it again? Yeah. <laughs> I would do it again younger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because right. I was, like, what, I was 23, I think, 24, and I came out of a relationship who I think, like, it was weird because... One of my exes, 
he was a businessman too, and I he was one of my regulars at my hotel job because I've been in that hotel for a while. Okay, and he was like significantly older than me, and he was like double my age. I was like twenty four. Oh, okay. Yeah, twenty four. <laughs> he was okay. forty eight, and it almost like that almost seemed like a mini intro. Yeah, <laughs> to that life, even yeah. though I wasn't getting paid because I was like in a relationship, like it was a romantic thing. But yeah, you know. It was. It's not a far reach. <laughs> it wasn't a far reach. <laughs> and then, yeah, I just I did the sugaring thing for a few years, and then we did this stupid reality show in Vancouver that was stupid. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Wait. I hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I call it stupid now. I'm friends with one of the producers, so <laughs> it's stupid. Wait, 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 wait. I remember this coming out. This is a while back, isn't it? It's like two or three years ago. Oh, okay. That was long ago. I remember someone sending me the link to this. What was it called? Uh, Oh, God. What was it called? Sugar Babies? Sponsored Divas. Sponsored Divas! (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. Yes. Did it ever come out, though? No. They just came the trailer. Damn it. Because I remember being like, I want to see this. And like, obviously, because like, I'm in that world. And then my girlfriend's like, yeah, it didn't come out. I was like, No, I know. So I I remember like, yeah, I remember... I'm going to watch that trailer again. It's like, so bad. Oh, my God. I'm going to watch it now. I know. I can't. <laughs> I hope, I hope, I hope it's, like, off YouTube. No, oh, I'm fine. I'm going to link it in my profile. <laughs> That's amazing. How did you even get involved with that? Oh, gosh. I remember seeing a casting call, and one of my friends is producer for the show. Okay. So he's backing it, and... Um, He's like, Steph, you should try. And I'm like, oh. Because you were sugaring at that time, right? I was sugaring at that time. And I was like on the way out, to be honest. I was doing it for like, yeah, two or three years. And I was like, "Uh, three years? Four. Yeah, three or four years. Okay. And I was like, no, I really want to start a relationship at some point, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I, I have a lot to say on it. And if it's, like, framed the right way, then I, I would definitely be down to do it. And, like, I had, like, a sugar baby blog, too. And cool. It was pretty popular back then. It's, it's gone now, but. I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's online. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so a lot of people knew that I was doing this sugar thing because I thought it was cool. And, and it is cool. I think it was a great way to just get a lot of extra money and for, sure. for my savings and stuff too but anyways um some open casting call came <laughs> and i'm just like okay i'm just gonna do this for my friend i'm just gonna see how it goes and just try and whatever and have fun with it and then of course i was selected i'm like fuck this is gonna be very risky <laughs> yeah because vancouver's so cutthroat yeah, <laughs> you know small, yeah yeah and people are so judgmental too because people have their own opinions about mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. in the city and everything under the sun even though everyone is prostituting yeah i swear to god like, I, my boyfriend I was escorting oh like. my god everyone all these yell town bitches thank you so like it's so funny my boyfriend um, he's like not really of that world. Like he lived out in Langley. He wasn't from Vancouver, mm-hmm. but he like followed all these girls on Instagram because he was um, in the gym and he like whatever. And he thought they were hot or whatever. Like, yeah, like their photos. And then he's like talking about them. Like girls went on dates and stuff. I was like, you know, they're like sugar babies and like prostitutes, right? He's like, what? I'm like, well, how the fuck feeding that bitch drives a fucking like you know Rolls Royce and like has some fucking Chanel bag every goddamn yeah. weekend with her like little like secretary job like no yeah. bitch like, no bitch is making that kind of money okay no, no square is making that money so like he was like blown away he's like this one too I'm like yeah baby you think bought her those fake kids like fuck like so, so funny he was so like cute he was shook he was like what 
was like literally like 90% of the girls I will stand by that 90% of the girls in Vancouver are like yeah. sugar babies or prostitutes guys or, it's an expensive city I don't blame you no, <laughs> no shame in yeah. that Girl, my rent's 3500 almost like disgusting you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I, need, I need help <laughs> someone pay it someone pay um, me we're yeah. the sponsor right yeah you're the sponsor <laughs> but yeah and also too the women in Vancouver are so beautiful yeah that um yeah if you want like this hot bitch to like hang out with you and you're like without um you know, <laughs> the fuck up. Yeah. Like, you know you gotta pay that's too bad yeah so i did the show and are there episodes the can i watch this no it was just a trailer so basically <sighs> so it was really glamorized and i'm kind of um i was disappointed how the outcome came because they were just really trying to glamorize the whole aspect of sugar waving and and um, I really wanted to have the perspective like I really want to educate people because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people going into it, like a lot of young girls that are in it and just getting raped and you know mm-hmm. getting sexually assaulted mm-hmm. because they don't know their boundaries, they don't know what their value of, is. Yeah. yeah, so it's super dangerous, and I wanted to like really hone that in and. No. That's not what they wanted, yeah. No. And none of that made the cut, so. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Do you still keep in contact with other girls in the show? Um, sometimes, yeah. Tanya, she's a porn star. Um, she's old in Europe, and she has, like, some property in Mexico and stuff, too. So I haven't talked to her in a couple months since, oh, yeah, a few months since, like, February. Because she's from Serbia, and I was like, hey, I'll be in your home country. You're going to be home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, no, I'll be home next weekend. Um, Amanda, I haven't seen, but she, her Instagram disappeared, and then, like, she started one again, and now she had a baby. Oh. So that happened, and then I don't know what happened after that because it's gone now again. I think I don't know. And then, uh, oh God, what was her name? Elisa, I think Elisa, who's her sister, Amanda's sister. I don't talk to her. And then Lauren, I do not talk to her, but I mean, I think we're all on Facebook or something. So mm-hmm. and I know I have no idea what they're doing because I involve them. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> oh my god, I'm totally fucking. That's so funny. Why didn't you have that? It would have been your fucking intro. If no, I, did that. <laughs> I don't want to advertise that. Step, step as seen on. <laughs> oh my god, I'm totally yeah. advertising the fuck of that. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I love it. Um, Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, you touched on something there about it. it there is potential for it to be dangerous, and yeah. I spoke before about um, getting questions about trafficking and all mm. that. For me, I said my in my experience, it's. I have not known of that to be very prevalent, but I'm also coming from a very privileged and um, position, and I'm off street sex work, mm-hmm. so I need to acknowledge that, right? Yeah. But I find I felt it more, or the th- potential threat of it online. Like I had a lot mm-hmm. of guys saying, "Hey, can you fly out to see me? Hey, can you blah blah blah?" And like for a lack of better term, like I feel like there's a lot of predators online, and. Um, I don't know if that's, like, if you echo the same feelings or what was your experience with that. There are a lot of predators out there, and I'm so glad. Like, I count my lucky stars every day because I could have died on some of these trips, you know? Like, I could have because you don't know these people. No, and that's why I do not go on trips. Yeah. But also, I'm just, like, maybe a little paranoid, but. Yeah. yeah. No, totally. And I was stupid back then. (laughs) Like, (laughs) full-on stupid, guys. Like, I remember one time I got flown out to Connecticut because they have this um, resort there. Um, What the fuck is it called? I remember. It's a casino resort thing. Um, But anyways, I was talking to this guy seeking arrangement. And I don't know what was in my head, but I was like, it's a good idea to go. We were talking on Skype for like an hour, not even. And then three hours later, I was on a flight. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was calling my girlfriend, my best friend, and I'm like, 
hey, um, I'm going to Connecticut for the weekend. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, this guy is paying me to go. <laughs> and she's like, uh, be careful. And I think she was actually really concerned. Like, we talked yeah, about she later. Should be. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck? So, like, I could have died. And, like, um, from that airport, it was a bit of a drive to go to the resort. Like, I could have been tossed out in the ditch off the highway. Uh, both ways. Like, it, it could, I, there's so many bad situations. Yeah. Like, so many bad situations. And another one of my sugar daddies was in Seattle, too. And he used to always come up here. Yeah. And he's like, oh, like, let's go down to Seattle and, you know, we'll spend the weekend there. Could have died there, too. Could have died, like, so many places. Right. So, yeah, it's it's concerning and scary. Like, I would not do that part again. <laughs> yeah, going out of town. Yeah, because it's, it's tricky. It's very, very... It can be potentially dangerous, right? So. Right. Um, to, like, minimize the threat, mm-hmm. how do you vet them? Oh, gosh. Back then, I don't think I really had any vetting things mm. because I was young and dumb <laughs> yeah, and super naive. And I'm just like, money, you know? You yeah. see dollar signs. And that was the thing back then. Like, you just don't know. And you just you try to talk to people and try to vet them that way. But yeah. there were no... I had no specific ways of vetting people. But usually, like, um, I always preferred when they come to Vancouver and will, like, go out somewhere public usually some hotel bar or something right or some like something low-key um and chat from there but like i always try to vet them in that initial conversation messaging just be like what are your intentions and what do you want from this and do you understand how this like this site works and whatnot just so like nothing is misconstrued mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. if i didn't have any like ways of you know measuring my my safety i didn't i was stupid back then right so <laughs> I, I feel like that's what guys are hoping for on that side yeah, is totally. that like you don't really know how it works or you don't know how to protect yourself or you're not going to stand your ground um i that's why one of the reasons why i always get off it is because um yeah i just feel like there's like predators like yeah. I a little bit i think i really like to target the ones that were really lonely like <laughs> that's yeah. really bad but like I used to target the ones that are really lonely and that really wanted companionship and, like, borderline, like, wanted a relationship. But yeah. I, could, I could kind of, like, mold them into what the, what I wanted yeah. and, just, yeah. and manipulate them that way, which just sounds really bad when I say it. But and they're still getting patience. They are getting what they want. I don't right. for them. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I guess maybe I just chose the right ones. And, yeah. And, yeah, again, kind of taking my lucky stars because yeah. there are a lot of fucked up people out there. 100%. Yeah. Um, so listeners always ask me, you know, do you have to sleep with a sugar daddy? No. Definitely not, because most of my arrangements were not sexual. Right. Only the ones that I was attracted to, because I was like, no, oh, yeah, well, why not? <laughs> You're hot, so cool. Like, right. salt and pepper. <laughs> salt yeah. and pepper daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, how, I always so, say no. Yeah, so I, I echo the same thing. Most, like, mine aren't. Um, but I also, I find that there is a expiry date. Mm-hmm. Like, you can only, like, uh, string them along without physical contact for so long interesting you know okay. it's like usually like a three-day kind of rule and they're like hey are we ever gonna do this and i'm like what oh <laughs> oh we misunderstood each other and they're like scurry <laughs> away in the darkness yeah <laughs> but um so how have you been able to find men that were like clear like strictly platonic yeah so again i think me just targeting the really the ones that are like really lonely and just you could tell from the conversations that they're just looking for someone um, to talk to you when they get to trips or to talk to them when they're in town and like because yeah. it, it gets lonely 
only. Like, I've been traveling in business, and it's like, you're just there in your hotel room. It's, yeah, yeah. You talk to the concierge, and, like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I feel like a lot of them, especially the ones that, like, travel, like, extensively, they do get really lonely. So um, for me, I, <laughs> I just targeted those ones. And, right. And I, I guess judging from the conversation, because I really try to build a, a relationship, I guess my stance would to kind of build their trust because I'm so down to earth and like, oh, you're not like a typical like sugar baby on the site and yeah. you know, you're not trying to solicit, you know, services and stuff like that. And I try to go on that approach. Mm, okay. Yeah. Especially like when I was doing it very regularly back in like 2013, 2014. Right. But near the end it was like, Hit my price. Done. I don't want to waste my fucking time, yeah. you know? Yo, for sure. But I also think because I was so young, I'm just like, well, I'm just, these people are so nice. And then, <laughs> nice. <you> know, yeah. <laughs> Super naive. Yeah. Um, so then are, do you find all your clients through, uh, like, seeking it online? It was all through seeking it okay. online, yeah. Um, I guess I have a couple ones. I don't know if I call them sugar daddy. Oh, I don't know. I have, like, a couple friends. <laughs> I call them friends, more acquaintances. I yeah. don't know that, like, just, like, to send Providers. me money. <laughs> Providers, yeah. That, like, to, sponsors. Yeah, sponsors <laughs> that, like, to send me money um, just via chatting. So, mm-hmm. through, like, Telegraph. So, um, yeah. Wait, what was the question? I forgot. That was side tension. <laughs> okay. How, do you, how did you find them? Was it always online? Oh, or? yeah. Most of it was online um, through seeking arrangements. Right. Yeah. So, oh, um, and went to the airport too. That was awesome. You found one at the airport? At the airport, yeah. When yeah. I was waiting uh, for a flight going down to San Francisco because I was going to Napa for the weekend for my girlfriend's birthday. Nice. And the flight was delayed. It was a little rocky weather and thunderstorms, or whatever. And the flight's delayed. And the guy behind me, we just started chatting. And he's like, Oh, like, where are you headed to? Like, are you going to San Francisco? I'm like, Yeah, I'll be there for one night and heading over to Napa Valley. I've never been there before. I love wine. And he loved wine too, so we started started chatting. And he's like, "Oh, my friend's an owner of this winery, and you got to go to Silverado. It's the best one." And we exchanged numbers and stuff, and we were texting throughout the trip. And then he's like, "Oh, like I'd love to take you and your friend out for lunch and the spa before your flight." And okay. I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and he wanted okay, us Daddy. to like change our hotels too. Um, too. He's like, oh, I'll get you one closer to here. And I should have said fucking yes. But I, I didn't want my friend to feel awkward. And yeah, no, for sure. So, but yeah, he like treated us to this Michelin star restaurant in Caval Point and like spa there. And I was like, this is nice. Yeah, I don't hate this. <laughs> yeah. And just from like conversation. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. if he knew I was one or just can, I don't know if he could tell or whatever. But so that happened. And he, he was like my, I guess one of my last ones because he would come up to Vancouver. Yeah. Every now and then, so. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what have been the demographics of most of the clients? Oh, gosh. Yeah, definitely, like, <laughs> late 40s, early 50s, okay. for sure. And most of them would be entrepreneurs or angel investors, um, uh, lawyers. They're very, very typical. Yeah. And were they mostly white or? Oh, yeah. White. And then were they? They're all males, males I assume. For, oh, yeah. White, yeah. male, old, money <laughs> yeah 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 seems like the the typical kind of makeup for a sugar daddy right? yeah 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 um it's funny because um i have had a lot of clients that were young like younger than me 
Oh, um, well, that's like new money. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of new money now. Lots especially of new money, and that's like the last time I was seeking arrangement. There was a lot of young ones. Yes, that's I didn't really I've trust seen. it. Yeah, no, no, I had them. I agree. The ones I met that were new, I met in the club that weren't. I didn't mean gotcha. online. Um, do clients so when you have kind of gone back in? So I get this a lot when mm-hmm. I because I say here are, my, here are my prices. I don't fuck around. Like you know, here are my prices. Blah blah. blah. And they go, well, I don't want a professional. And all that says to me is, like, you don't want a girl who knows her worth. Yeah. And you're preying on those, like, younger girls who are, like, a free, like, dinner for sure. Oh, $50 to suck your cock for sure. You know, like, that's what you're you're preying on. Yeah. And um, so, like, that's what I hear when I say I don't want a professional. Yeah. Um, Have you, like, experienced that? Like, not even (laughs) back on? Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't been back on in a couple years now because I can't fucking stand that side anymore. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I just don't want to do it anymore at all. Um, but yeah, I was getting a lot of that. It was just a lot. I felt like I was doing a lot more work. Yes. It was very, very, very little return. There was like hardly anybody that I would want to ever spend my time with. Yeah. And there is, and the ones that did pay, um, they were fine, but the quality is really shit now. Yes. Oh my God. I don't know if they've all like so been, awful. they've all been like snagged and married. Up. Yeah. Like fuck. <laughs> or died. <laughs> yeah. Like, or died. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also valuable. Like, you know, so I don't know. Like it's. It, it was so much work. It just turned me off so much. I'm like, I really don't need this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so. I agree. Yeah, so frustrating. Um, well, that's what I was going to say. My next question was going to say, uh, have you noticed the sugar baby world's changed over the years? But obviously. Yeah, yeah, definitely has changed a lot. Like, as I would say, um, what you just mentioned with, like, just a clientele. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of younger ones, mm-hmm. which I like. Was one of my rules that never trust anything under 35 or even like 38, like mm-hmm. or 40. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, like it's a lot of fake people out there, or it's just like, oh, they think they can get away with a lot more shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, but he's so hot, or she's trying to like wow you with words. I'm like, I'm not. Not the one. Not the one. Not the one. Not today. No. So that I think has definitely changed in that way, and um, even um, methods of finding sugar daddies too. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are going on Instagram, Tinder. Cause I'm not, when I used to be on Tinder, not anymore either. <laughs> but, I got blocked off Tinder. I can't go on it. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> my clients uh, are. No, yeah, I was um, like soliciting my uh, Snap Premium. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. I literally got blocked after like uh, I think five minutes of being on it. What yeah. the fuck? Really? Okay, cool. Yeah, it wasn't like I had sexy... I didn't have, like, inappropriate photos or yeah. anything. But, oh yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are finding each other on Tinder. Mm-hmm. But I, I never trusted that. Um, yeah. A lot of people contacting me through Instagram as well, too. Which I never trusted. Because I'm like, here, send me money to my PayPal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to send money? Okay, yeah. End of story. Yeah. So, I feel like uh, the methods and uh, channels are definitely changing. Because yeah. I feel like people are getting frustrated. With yeah. the lack of on seeking arrangements. It's horrible, yeah. Yeah, so that's all I can speak of now because I've just been out of the loop for a couple of years now, but that's what I last remembered, and I'm like, I don't care for this anymore. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, I'm over <laughs> it. I don't want to do this anymore, so. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, well, I had a listener right in saying, you know, what does retirement look like for a sugar baby? But <laughs> <laughs> well, it just depends on what your arrangements are and how long you've been in 
the sugar bowl for and also <laughs> sugar bowl <laughs> i love it <laughs> and also like depending on like where you're putting your money towards because a lot of i would say like a younger a lot of younger sugar babies they'd be like hey louboutins louboutins and purses and all the stuff right and flaunt um for me because i came in a bit later because i was again later with everything looking <laughs> everything um but i was in it yeah around 23 24 which i think is a lot later most people um for me i was already thinking about buying a place and stuff and for me it just all went to savings and then of course just some play money as well too yeah Yeah. (laughs) but um yeah i guess um you just have to be smart about your money whether um whether you're buying a lot of things or whether you're putting your stuff into you know getting your own like a down payment and whatnot i think you just got to be smart and it is very, very, it's very wise to put some of that into savings wherever that may go mm-hmm. um, because there's an expiry date yeah. <laughs> for these types of jobs, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so it can look really comfortable. So it could also dry up really quickly. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so before I let you run away, <laughs> I ask, um, I used to ask some would you rather questions, but they're way too easy. <laughs> but now I've, asked, I've decided some more open-ended questions. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, describe your first sexual encounter. Oh my God. <laughs> first sexual, like virginity-wise? Or it can be anything. It can be anything? like you listen to virginity. It can be your first like masturbating experience. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I started masturbating when I was really young. I don't really remember a lot of it, but I just remember it feeling really good. <laughs> how, how young were you when you masturbated? Oh, young. Gosh. I want to say I was, like, maybe eight yeah. or something. I, I started masturbating, like, a lot when I was in grade yeah. like four or something. I was like, what is this? It's yeah, like, I like this. It's really <laughs> nice to be really weird. Like, I used to, like, I'm, I guess I've always been an exhibitionist because I used to, like, this is so fucking weird. Yeah. Maybe, like, flash people from my house. Like, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just been instilled in me as a child. I, like, open the doors and be naked. Or not open the doors, but, like, open, like, the blinds, be naked, and, like, flash. And I, like, kind of get excited if there was, like, one person out there. Whether or not they saw me or not. Oh, interesting. I, I close it. And I'm like, why am I behaving like this? Like, even as an adult, I'm like, why did I have this behavior as, as a child? child? Yeah. It's so odd. Interesting. Yeah. So that... You were groomed to be a stripper. <laughs> right? It's just meant to be. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, okay, what is something you've done or tried that you'd never try again? Sexual or not sexual? <laughs> totally up to you. <gasps> oh, gosh. Uh, I love trying everything. So I don't think there's um, things I would not try again because I, I – I have a really open mind. Yeah. And it's just like, well, if you're going to try it once and never, if I don't want to, if I don't like it, then I'll never try it again. But uh, one thing I could think of is a food I tried. Yeah. What food did <laughs> in, you try that you hated? In Iceland, I want to try some like <laughs> traditional Icelandic foods. Right. So I tried fermented shark. Oh. And it was the most disgusting thing I've ever had. Really? What does it taste like? Um, so they present it in this little, like, little mason jar, and it's sealed, okay. and they give you, like, a shot of, like, Icelandic gin on the side, because you have to wash it down, but it's, like, little cubes, it looks like sashimi, but, like, really tiny cubes. Okay. And they give you little toothpicks, because there's, like, five pieces in there, like, tiny, they're, like, they're small, like, okay. this small, okay? And, um, you open the little mason jar, and it's the most <laughs> foul stench you've ever smelled in your life. Smells like rotting fish with cheese, like 
nasty. And I'm like, I'm just going to try it. And it was the most nastiest thing I've ever tried in my life. (laughs) It tasted exactly what it smells like. And the gin did not help. And for shits and giggles, I'm like, I'm just gonna try it again because if I really don't like it, then I know I'll not like yeah. it. And that was I tried again, and like almost puked. So. Okay, so not try yeah. fermented shark again. <laughs> not, um. not recommended. <laughs> um, what is one thing you want to try but haven't yet? Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> this one can be sexual. Yeah, the first thing is like a sexual thing. I've never been in a. FFM threesome before. So two women and one man. Yeah. So, but really? that's happening soon. Yeah. I've only done it with two guys. I'm greedy. Really? I've never been with two men. I've always been with two women. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. Let's see. We can swap notes later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the kinkiest or strangest sexual encounter you've had? Personally, that I've had? Mm-hmm. No, nothing too strange, I would say. Just, just some BDSM, but like it's been fine. But a lot of feet fetish people like me, which yeah, <laughs> I just I don't understand personally. But I will take your money. And yeah, I'm gonna do it for the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, one thing you don't understand or drives you crazy about the opposite sex. I just don't understand the opposite sex in general. Like, as a, <laughs> a whole, whole of them. <laughs> yeah, as a whole. It's not one thing because it all leads together into one thing and they're all dumb. So. Fair. Fair. <laughs> um, okay, so if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Oh my gosh, these are such deep questions. I know, right? <laughs> oh, good. oh gosh, maybe I'll just be really simple. Um, I don't know. Just. Be kind, <laughs> yeah, and be open-minded and be non-judgmental because there's a lot of great people out there. And if you have judgment on people, you'll never know. Like about these wonderful peeps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great. Um, okay, so that's pretty much it for this episode. Yay. Where can people find you? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram. My personal is Sia Steph. Um, my Instagram podcast account is Strip by Sia. Um, where else am I? I have Sia Around the World is my blog for travel and food because <laughs> I'm a nerd like that. <laughs> and you could come uh, take a class with me at Tantra Fitness. I teach at all the studios. And yeah, I guess uh, next time at Penthouse, I have no idea when I'll be, but I'm usually dancing there on the stage as kimchi. Awesome. Well, guys, <laughs> make sure to subscribe on Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And review me and give me all the stars. <laughs> you can also find me on Instagram at 50plusatip or email me at 50plusatip at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining me, Steph. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> Have a wonderful weekend, guys, and happy hoeing.